the Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. This is the Unruffled Podcast, episode 157. This is a podcast about recovery through creativity. We live an intentional life. We thrive. I am Sandra Primo. And I'm Tammy Salas. And we are The Unruffled. Hello, Unruffled listeners. We are popping in at the top of the show to share with you several ways that you can help support the podcast. First, you can become a patron of the show by donating to our Patreon fundraising campaign. Please consider supporting our consistent effort in bringing you weekly content on creativity and recovery, all for less than the price of a latte. For just a dollar an episode, you will receive early access to each week's show as our way of saying thank you. If every listener did this, we would be over the moon. The link to our Patreon campaign is www.patreon.com backslash the unruffled podcast. And that's not it. You can share our show on social media or with your friends, and you can subscribe to the podcast and give us a rating on iTunes. All of this helps our little show immensely. And we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now onto the show. Hey, Sandra. Good morning. Good morning. It feels like Groundhog Day over here. How does it feel over there? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. So far, the days have been different enough, but oh, good uh, yeah, but then I look, you know, and then it, it, then I look in the future and I know that there's at least another 30 days of this, if not more. I mean, that's that's, I think realistically, it's going to be more than 30 days. Mm-hmm. And then it really starts feeling um, very suffocating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. This, this episode today that we're going to, we have our friend Amanda Grace back on the show. And she's going to kind of talk about this. I think she coins the phrase, you know, stop the spiral. And this is kind of how um, I was feeling like I was spiraling, spiraling out for a few days off and on. I've gone from high highs to low lows. I've accepted that maybe this is a little bit like grief. Um, I'm inspired at times. I'm in front of the TV on the couch at times, like mm, napping yeah. a lot. It's just really weird. It's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I bet that just drives everyone's um, experience right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, except for the people that are having to, you know, go out and work yes. every day, you know, people that are in the middle in the health profession or people that work at grocery stores or whatever. But yeah, I think yeah. for the rest of us who just, you know, are assigned to stay home, mm-hmm. to, you know, protect the, our communities. Um, yeah. I think that that pretty much probably sums up everyone's day to day right now. Yeah. Things were going along just fine here for a couple of weeks, but, um, you know, the resistance from my teenager to stay home has risen up, which has caused me, um, some problems here on the home front in terms of, you know, shelter at home. That is the order. 
I know these kids want to see each other, but it's, that's not what's happening right now. And that, that's very hard. It's hard for me to accept as a 49 year old woman. It's got to be hard for a 16 year old. Oh yeah, I know. The times that I have gotten really just sad, you know, which is uh, definitely happened regardless of, you know, what I post on social media, but um, yeah, I have just been thinking about my kids and how they're, you know, suffering probably yeah. more than anybody, you know, I don't know. Adults can, I mean, we can weather things, but yeah kids don't have a lot of, they don't have anything to compare this to. They've never had this kind of experience before. Yeah. Um, and so, and my daughter is very social yeah. and, uh, so she's, yeah, she's having a real hard time. Mm. Little Chloe, but she's making art. I saw she was making some art. Yeah. Yeah. She is, you know, she's doing, you know, again, she's vacillating around too, like the rest of us, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's tough. It's really going to be hard on, yeah, it's going to, people that have, you know, fragile mental health. I've mentioned this before. We, boy, the trail is going to be, the tail will be long on this one for sure. Yeah. Well, I th- I know some of our listeners, if you're a patron of our show, and I'm not pushing to become a patron of our show right now, it's not what I'm doing. But if you are a patron, you get this episode a couple days early. Um, and so I'm hoping that that's been helpful to people, um, along with me notifying the patrons of the episode being released a couple days early. I've been letting them know we've been having these community calls with our unruffled listeners on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Are we keeping that up, Sandra? Is that okay to keep sure. that up? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So Sundays, 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central, noon East Coast. And if you're out of the country, you're going to have to use like a time calculator for that. But we've been holding space for like an hour, an hour and 15 minutes and hearing from. So it's like we're doing a show of shares where our, our listeners get to share and connect and see each other's faces on Zoom. And it's it, last weekend was just the last two weekends. It was the highlight of my week. Oh yeah. Same, same. I love seeing everyone's face and I love hearing, you know, what everyone's like struggling with or, or, you know, solutions that they found. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. And, um, if you want to be part of that and have access to that zoom call, so you'll get, if you're a patron, you're going to get the link. Uh, to the Zoom call, but you can also be in our Facebook community and you just need to friend Sandra or myself and say, please be my friend. And uh, we don't have to say that, but then um, add me to your secret Facebook group for the Unruffled podcast and we'll add you. And I'm making it as an event. It seemed like last week and a couple of people had a hard time getting on, but we had 50 women on it last mm-hmm. weekend, mm-hmm. which was beautiful. And people are raising their hand and sharing and opened it with a prayer by Pixie Lighthorse and we closed it with uh, some um, dancing from my bedroom kind of um, on my bed from uh, Whitney Houston and is it Kygo? Uh, Higher Love. It was Mm -hmm. awesome. It was just everybody seemed happy at the end and um, that's bringing me a lot of joy this week. So we would love for our listeners, if you're listening to this early, you will be able to find that if you join our Facebook group. So yeah. Um, so yeah, our friend Amanda Grace is on the show today. Yeah. Yeah. We thought it would be really, um, it was felt very vital to have some 
people on this, some friends on the show in the next few weeks that can kind of speak to the experience that we're all finding ourselves in right now. And Amanda was, you know, one of our first, first ideas. So, yeah. And Amanda's been on the show before. So if you have, if you're new to her work or don't know who we're talking about, she's a force, a creative force and um, a good friend of ours. And episode 54 was the first time she was on and episode 116 was the second time she was on and uh, she's going to be on today. And uh, she's going to talk about what's going on right now and how she channeled her creative energy into creating something that's free and helpful to her community, her creative community, and a future offering that she has. It's going to start today, that offering. So if you're interested, um, this will air on Monday, April 6th, 2020. Um, you can get in touch with her. She mentions that at the end of the podcast. So, yeah. Right, right. And it's also about just you know, what we're all going through right now with expectations and disappointment and then just resourcefulness. And, um, we, I, I needed a little bit of a pep talk (laughs) today. So, um, I was really happy to have Amanda on. And if you, she mentions her website at the end, but if you want to hear more from Amanda, she's at pilgrimsoul.ie. Same on social media. Yeah. All right. Enjoy, Amanda. Welcome to back to the show, Amanda. Hello, lovely Tammy and Sandra. Hi, Amanda. Hi. Thanks for having me back. It's good to talk to you again. Yeah, our our listeners love you, Amanda. So, I mean, we do too. But this was a no-brainer. I was like, well, Amanda, come on. Yeah, let's ask Amanda again because you you are. Uh, you are among our community and you are a lot of our, um, we have crossover. I think you shared in your call on Sunday that um, I watched that we have a lot of crossover between our creative communities. So it was a natural exactly. fit. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah, absolutely. And I tell you, I was, um, I woke up Tuesday morning thinking the podcast must go on. We don't have, we didn't have a schedule or anything, but I woke up knowing that we just needed to keep, um, putting out podcasts. I just, I don't know. I feel called to do that without even talking to Tammy about it. I was like, I really think we should continue putting, you know, recording podcasts. And then I started thinking, I think we need some voices on here that can speak to what's going on. And you, and you were the, one of the first people I thought of as well. Okay. Yeah. Just, I think with work and creative work and in this time, and um, we know you had a, a, a U.S. tour planned that was going to start in May. And I know you and I had chatted mm-hmm. um, before everything was officially kind of like getting canceled all over the place, you know, um, like what might happen. And so yeah. I was hoping that we could talk a little bit about um, how you made a really big pivot, you know, and yeah. how you, um, you know, you have all these plans and ideas and expectations and then this thing has happened to all of us, this, this virus around the world and how that is affecting. I mean, you're all the way in Ireland for people who are listening that don't know where you're at. You're in Ireland. We're in the United States. And um, I was signed up for your um, course in May in Marin County at our friend's house, Aaron's. And yeah, so I guess just to talk a little bit about that, like, because I think in real time you have traversed this and taken a yeah. huge 
turn and then created so much beautiful content, which I don't know when you sleep, Amanda. I'm thinking you don't. And yeah, I'm not sleeping great. <laughs> so I don't know. So I mean, let's start there. I mean, what happened? I mean, if you don't mind sharing, like it was, it was a hard uh, realization what was happening to your business. Um, as right. This was all down. Yeah, it seemed like there was, yeah, like expectation or disappointment, you know, expectations not being met and then resourcefulness. So yeah, I want to hear all about that. I think this will be really okay. helpful for our listeners. I'll, I'll walk you through the pivot. So, okay. Um, okay. So um, the best way to say this is that um, 2020 was supposed to be the year that nothing went wrong. <laughs> right? Right. right. <laughs> no big expectation. I was just like, bring it on. This is great. I was uh, slowly surfacing from no less than four years of just horrendous depression. And um, I felt the energy lifting. And so I came out um, into 2020 with a kind of renewed energy that I hadn't had in a very long time. I had had, I have kind of dragged myself through life for the last four years. And um, so, <laughs> so I had this really serene December and January where I rested a lot and I kind of gave a lot of time to grief and, and everything else. I just accepted. I finally surrendered to everything um, and then made the desperate mistake of thinking that I was done now, you know? Mm. Um, so yeah, 2020 supposed to be the year nothing went wrong and um so I had this tour lined up and I had all my you know it was going well and I was really excited about it and we were uh, all booked um with our travel plans made and everything and then um the virus started to kind of come on our like to register on our awareness because it up until that point it was happening somewhere else and you know, it was just kind of something in the news. It wasn't close. Um, and as you know, then what, what started to happen, it just started to rise like the tide. Um, and I did what I do best, which is went into complete denial about what was happening. Um, and I did the whole like, oh, it could be fine. And um, Osher, April is, my dates aren't till end of April. I'll be fine. It'll be grand. It'll all be over by then. And, um, but as the realization was dawning that it wasn't going away and in fact was just gathering momentum and growing and growing. And then the, um, I started the awareness that I was probably going to have to change my plans started to dawn on me. And I did what I also do best, which is refused to believe that. <laughs> right. <laughs> refused to surrender, you know? So I started, you know, it's exactly like the grieving process. I was just like, this isn't happening. This isn't going to happen. And then it was like, okay, well, if I, if I do this, well, then that, and I started to bargain with it. And I started to try and control it as in, um, you know, like do the hokey pokey with it. So like, I'll, I'll accept it's happening, but it's just not going to affect my life. I'll, you know, I don't know what I was thinking, to be quite honest. But then when, when it dawned on me that I was going to have to cancel everything, I panicked. I really did. I went into a complete and utter spiral. Um, and tell me, you know this, because I sent you messages when I was literally spiraling. And I wasn't sleeping. And I was, at the time, I 
was watering plants in my uh, kitchen here. And um, there was a bottle of vodka staring at me. And I was just looking at it. And all I heard in my mind was, do you know what? Just fuck it. Just fuck it. Like, what's the fucking point? And I just heard that voice of complete defeat, you know? Um, And along with it, all the stories of, that's you ruined now, do you see? You weren't ready for this. If you'd have been more prepared, this wouldn't happen. Because in my mind, I was thinking, well, if I have to cancel my tour, I'm going to have to refund a bunch of... um, tickets that I, I, I actually can't afford to refund because I've spent that money. And um, 2020 was also the year that I was working on my financial strategies. You know, I had done a lot of work on my money story in previous years. Um, but where I was, I was still trying to come to terms with balancing books and learning how to strategize financially and learning how to, because, you know, in the nature of our work, it's like, we take in money in January for something that's not happening to October. Right. So it's like, how, how do I, how do I park money? So I was just learning that this year with my accountant, she's kind of trying to teach me how to strategize. And luckily the mercifully I started to um, save last year, just a few personal savings last year at the beginning of last year. Um, and funny enough, um, not funny enough, but um my father died last year, so I actually had to cancel some stuff last year too. Right. And my savings came in handy there. So I kind of, I had a little bit of savings and then I wiped them out by having to cancel and refund a bunch of things. And then this year I started saving again. I mean, I continued saving. So I was kind of in the same position where I was lucky that I had some savings, but I didn't have enough savings to buffer me to cancel everything. So I was panicking about that. And then the idea of just going on the piss and, and for just kind of just being like blowing it all off and be like, you know what, I'm just going to just go out and get drunk kind of a thing. Um, and then what happened was, um, I kind of let, I, I surrendered to the spiral first is what I did. I just let it happen. I just went, lost my mind and I had a tantrum and I had a cry and I, screamed you know I did the whole scene from Forrest Gump again my famous scene of Lieutenant Dan on the boat screaming into the heavens you know and and uh and then it just kind of um I hit the ground literally this time like I I I ended up on the floor and it was just kind of exhaustion and overwhelm and you know that kind of surrender that that doesn't come easy. It's the kind of surrender that you're just too exhausted to not surrender. Right. Yeah. So it wasn't any kind of noble, noble surrender. I didn't get there in, in any um, dignified way. Um, and, and I just heard a voice when I was on the floor, I kind of heard this idea in my head because what was happening was I, I realized I was taking it personally. And I realized that I was acting as if this was just happening to me. Mm-hmm. And, I, and when I was on the floor, I was just thinking to myself, like, what is this? What's, what's going on here? Like, what, what is this? And then I just heard this kind of voice of uh, this. No, this isn't about you, which is my famous saving statement now at the moment. This seems to be a mantra that, that comes up for me all the time. It's like, this isn't about you, Amanda. Every time I'm losing my shit, I eventually hear the wisdom that uh this isn't about you so um 
I heard then just the truth that this is happening to everybody, not just me. Uh, and that just gave me such strength. It gave me immediate focus, immediate clarity. Mm. And I kind of got up on my feet and I, and I felt empowered by that. Because I was like, okay, oh, right. This is happening to everybody. Um, well, then I just kind of moved into action. Well, well, then what do I need to do? So, um, so I'm sorry to interrupt me, Amanda. Just so people understand as well, like how many things did you have to cancel and postpone here in the United States? I mean, you're coming all the way from Ireland to teach creative workshops mm-hmm. that are weekend long. Uh, one, ours was four day, I believe, or three day in Marin, three or four day. Three days. Yeah. Yeah. So there was three, three day workshops over 3000 miles. <laughs> yeah. You were traveling, right? You were going to New Mexico. New Mexico, San Diego, and Marin County, yeah. via Sedona and Las Vegas and um, Yosemite. Yeah, I mean that's a lot of planning and mm-hmm. and scheduling that you had to cancel at the oh. deposits and and yeah and funding it like the, the, just that whole thing right there. That's not just one event. That was many plus travel and your husband was coming along with you, right? That's right. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, there were my Irish dates too, but, um, you know, one, once I kind of copped on to myself and I was like, everything was a disaster in the beginning. I was like, I'll have to do this. I have to do that. And it's kind of like what you guys say. It's like, I shift from, I have to, to, I get to, yeah. I started to see how, you know, so I, I kind of shifted into this kind of focused action based mindset. And then I got, I started to get curious about things and, I started to kind of see everything that was working for me because I was like, okay, so I, I know the ways in which I'm fucked. Let me see the ways in which I'm not. And <laughs> okay, can you just repeat that? Because <laughs> I think that's going to help me and Sandra right now too. Yeah, okay, so let me paraphrase Shakespeare. Let me count the ways I am not fucked. So. <laughs> I love it. So. You know, I thought to myself, you know, my, my students are sound. They're, I have the, the most wonderful students. So I need to communicate now with them and my hosts. So I was very, very blessed immediately because I had, my hosts are, I'm on, if this was a personal relationship with the people who are hosting me, I wasn't in some sort of a venue that was just a cold booking. Wasn't well, that I, an interesting component that you must have known to do, right? Which the communicate? Well, not the communicated that that you've already that you had hosts that you have people yeah. that admire your work and that wanted to host you in their home and have these beautiful uh, weekend retreats. Right? Yeah, that was huge. Yeah, I mean, because I, I feel you feel safe then. And funny enough, um, I don't know if that's the Irish in me. It's the kind of the need to know where I'm going and who you're from. You know, it's kind of need need to be connected on some level. Like it's it's almost like we need to know your people. <laughs> Right. You know? Um, so there was that. And then the other thing was that I had booked things through Airbnb. Um, and that, that was going to be, you know, not painful, I knew, because that, they're, they're good. Um, and then I had booked my flights through my own. It just, I just started to see the ways in which I could deal with this. And just right. break it down bit by bit. Um, so I started to do that. And then the, the travel ban then was announced and that kind of almost made it, it almost gave me permission. Even though I had my decision made at that point, 
it was a relief also because it was like, okay, now this is really real. Yeah, you had to just deal with what is. There wasn't like a choice to be made, right? It's just this is what is. You had to be in yes. full. Acceptance. So that eliminated bargaining. Yeah. The whole bargaining thing was out the window. Once the travel ban came in, I was like, right, okay. Well, then that, that sorts that out. Well, that, um, but that, that level, like once, once you had to accept that, Amanda, or once that was off the table, did you mm. feel relief? I, I'm I mean, not, not elation or anything, but just kind of like a, that you could breathe and figure, you know, what's the next thing and, and look in a different direction. Yeah, definitely felt acceptance. Hmm. You know, that elusive thing that I'm not very good at. <laughs> You're not alone, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> you are not alone. I mean, the universe is just like, oh, hey, Amanda, I have uh, some couple of lessons for you here. And, <laughs> you know, your old pal, surrender and acceptance. And I'm like, oh, God. No. But, um, yeah, so it just, once that was on the table, it was just like, it just took, it's kind of like when, when, the decision to stop drinking it's just simply not an option anymore right that that's how it was for me it's just like this is no longer an option so now what so um and and interestingly it was getting it, it was only when i got close to the whole idea of i hear fuck it uh, with the vodka that i realized how invested i am not only in my recovery but in my business i'm I'm just so invested. I couldn't do it. Even though there was a, a, there was a part of me screaming at me to do it. It was a part of me. And, and it has come up a few times, I must say, in the last few weeks. The, the call, you know, the pull to just check out. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not deal, I, you know? I think you're not alone in that. Though. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but it's, mm. yeah, it sounds, and it, 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 you're absolutely not alone. And I think mm. that the gift is just to get quiet, be disappointed, sit in the disappointment, sit in the uncomfortableness yeah. Yeah. until you, until you come up with a solution, right? Yeah, and then, then there's the lesson in vulnerability and humility, the whole like writing to everybody and saying, okay, so this is the situation. The workshops are postponed. Uh, well, actually, I didn't even say that. I was just like, May it, the workshops are not happening when I said, I don't even have a plan B. I just know that they're not happening in May. And so whatever travel plans you've made, now is the time to unmake them kind of a thing. Um, and I said, I, I don't have a plan B, will you, but I do have a request. And that request is for a little bit of grace until I figure out a plan B. So that was a real lesson in asking for what you need, you know, not burying my head in the sand because I didn't have a plan yet. It was still a thing that I could do. I could still reach out and say, plan A is off. Don't know what plan B is, but trust me, I will figure it out within a week. And I did figure it out within a week. Yeah, your your transparency. And when I got that email, I was like, well, yeah, I'll, I'll wait for whatever comes next from Amanda. Like it was already paid for. Money's already gone. You know what I mean? So for me, and, and plus I know you um, as well, but I think I would have been that way anyway. Like, oh, I'll wait for the next one and that'll be great. Yeah. And, and everyone has been so understanding. You know, it was just so merciful to send up that flare and just be honest and to say, listen, financially i can't 
like refunds are not the option for me financially, you know? Um, Well, and that speaks to the community you've built and all of these, all of these women, I'm assuming that mostly women that support you. There's no doubt. There's no doubt at all. I mean, the amount of understanding and patience and, and even just like concern that, that, that has been a huge theme in this whole thing for me. I, I have never experienced personally, internally, such a deep sense of concern. Mm-hmm. And it has overridden um, so much else. And, and I, I don't know, it's just, I'm just very grateful to have been met where I asked to be met. Because you know the way the, the temptation is to either run away from it or try and cover it up or not tell the truth. Because the truth, you know, just leaves you vulnerable to say, hey, you know, um, I can't refund your money. You know? Um, yeah, but I, I, think, I think that your um, students, I mean, it, it just felt like I had to surrender too, right? What am I going to do? There's nothing for me to do about this. <laughs> this is what is, you know? Yeah. And that practice every day um, that I think we humans have to do, whether we know we're in practice or not, um, mm. is to accept what is. And um, with focused, um, lately I've been focused on it, um, which is somewhat helpful some days and other days it drives me nuts. You know what I mean? But uh, what else can I do? Um, yeah. I could drink, I could do other things that would, would not be in my best interest. I could do things that could harm myself. Um, but making yeah. a choice not to do that and to stay the path. And I think that's what I, I think when we have these bottoms, these lows, I mean, this definitely feels like a bottom. Sandra and I have had to cancel our um, Italy retreat that we were so excited about. Oh, um, no, I didn't know that. And VRBO does not give refunds like Airbnb. I really wish, yeah, maybe Airbnb, that would have been a solution for us. But next time we'll remember that. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, but I had to accept that, that and surrender that that's, that money is just gone. And um, we're going to, you know, do things we can, like what's in our power, where we have choice, where we can take some action and, and try to recoup it. But to be in acceptance of it was really hard. And there was a, a, a grief associated with that. And we can talk about that a little later. But um, yeah, I, I want to talk about what you, if, 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 I, if I hope I'm not jumping ahead, you freaking blew my mind, Amanda, what you did. On my mind, I'm taking your your course right now, so I want you to share that because it is beautiful. I do not know how you put all that together, and for free. I know. So, can you talk about that? Yeah. So, I had this. Um, like I said, when I kind of got focused and I stopped, you know, thinking, <laughs> taking this pandemic personally. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> It's happening to Amanda. <laughs> you have to laugh. I was right like, now. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh yeah. Um, so once I started, yeah, once I kind of caught on, I just kind of it was like, I don't know how to put this, but it's like all the energy that I was wasting on fighting it suddenly became liberated and I stepped into and it was that deep sense of concern that motivated me to produce something, present, like I have to do something. What am I going to do? I can't leave the house. What am I going to do? So um, I just came up with this idea of um, 
putting together um, a bunch of resources because I was thinking to myself, well, if, if ever there was territory right now, I mean, this is mine, you know, like this, I know this ground actually. Um, I know all about the spiral. I know how to get out of it. I know lots of things that can be done right now. And what's really important to me always is to do it together. And especially because I felt I had had to cut the cord between me and my my students in a way, you know, like I was, I was setting, I wasn't severing it completely, but I just needed to pull it back in a little bit. Um, and so I put together this, um, I don't even remember, Tammy, how it even unfolded. I don't know how it became a five-day thing. Um, I don't remember all i remember is that there was a frenzy of activity over let me see i started to think about this on thursday friday saturday i think i launched it the following wednesday yeah <clears throat> yeah um, and it was just yeah i was just like okay so what what is this this is stop the spiral find your ground and it was just it was almost like just putting out something out there and it, as an invitation. And I, and I wasn't going to bother with money and I wasn't going to bother with any of that business. I just wanted to roll it out. Well, and because you give so much to your audience and your students and your community, then it's no surprise that, that you've been met with grace. Yeah for having, you know, to pivot and cancel and, and disappoint people. Um, yeah. And I didn't realize. Thanks, Sandra. And it it is true. I, I do have that very, you know, that very invested, I'm very invested in my community and in my students and in my work. And, and what was important to me here was to not run away. To stay. To stay and even, move towards the thing, you know, like move into what's happening now and now be, now be a part of it, you know, like, okay, so what do we need right now? Um, and I knew that I had a skill set that I could share, you know, I just, I have so much and what was I going to do? Like just, you know, kind of bury it. I had to do something with it. Well, do you remember, um, I can't remember if you read all of Big Magic or not. I know you and I have chatted about Liz Gilbert before, but when she has says like, this thing gets delivered to you, really? And you have to either accept that you're going to sit down and like, for her, it's writing. She's going to sit down and write it when it comes to her. Mm. And, I, and then when, if she does and it leaves her, it goes, it's going to go to somebody else, right? Mm. Um, that vision, that creative, that creative power that comes and for you it seems like it was delivered and you channeled it and you accepted it and you sat down and probably stayed at your computer 18 hours a day and slept a little bit and woke up and did it again for what four five six days till you launched the course I mean I'm taking the course and I can just see day one is so beautiful you know day zero was so beautiful like every day is um it's it's full of wisdom and prompts and very grounding for me. I stayed up till 11 o'clock last night doing the day two grounding exercise because I could never get to it all day. Yeah. I kept getting pulled away and I kept remembering how you said, like, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have mm. to be, even if you miss a day, but I kept coming back to it because I had such an emotionally um, fraught day 
that it was great that I kept going, no, I'm going to go back and, and try the exercise again. I'm going to go back and try the exercise. Again. It kept pulling me back. But, but, but so for you, all, all of the um, teachers that you've had, I can, I'm sure that they're, they're in here. They're in this course right now and in the other course that you're creating. Like I could mm-hmm. see it, like it was your work. It was your life's work. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was beautiful. It is beautiful. I'm still doing it. Thank you. And I, I'm really proud of it. I, I really like it because it, it was exactly as you said, it was literally sitting in my chair for all, all the hours um, every day and pulling it together and, um, um, and, um, and really getting like being into it, you know, because it's, it seems to have, um, there was a rhythm to it and mm-hmm. um, very much a flow and it's not a light touch as you know, Tammy, it's, it's right. It's quite significant. Like it's deep stuff, but that's, that's what you get with me anyway. It's always deep. Has, Thank has, you to the Enneagram fours that'll take us take <laughs> us deep and and right. you oh know God. sit with us in grief and and pain and mm-hmm. yes, my four is on fire right, right. now. <laughs> you were <laughs> you were literally born for this. <laughs> Yeah, once my three wing had her like little tantrum, she's like, hey, what well, I wanted to be the best. I wanted it all to go perfect. So once my three wing died, my four was just like, step aside, bitch. Right. Oh, <laughs> this. I know Absolutely. what to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so for our listeners who don't know what we're talking about, specifically can you can you lay it out a little bit amanda just you know you don't have to get into too much detail but just to like let them know like what it is that what was your offering that you created in this time and what it is blooming into okay so it was originally called a beautiful mind right and mm. uh, with, the, with the tagline an invitation to calm and i was very proud of myself because i thought yeah. it was a beautiful poetic title and then i spoke to somebody um a copywriter uh, and she was like, yeah, but what does it do? No, no. <laughs> she just totally rained on my parade. So then it just became stop the spiral, find your ground. So what it is, is a um, five-day email course. And what you get in those emails are just um, a, co- a kind of a combination. It's, it's a very much a journey. So it's a combination of spiritual and creative practice designed to help you find your ground and and stop the spiral really it, it is a ron seal job it does what it says on the tin so um every day you get um an email that has some kind of um concepts in there and some of them will lead you you know i'll link you out to some igtv um videos that i did kind of like explaining the concept elaborating on the concept um and then um i will use some kind of um some kind of an exercise to help you really engage with that concept and and make it relevant to your life um and then we bring it into the creative space and we actually do some sort of a physical creative work so that it's not just an abstract intellectual pursuit we're actually um getting our you know a kind of a hands-on thing and and, and the whole idea is to get you to move from that place of spiraling to that place of grounding. So. Yeah. 
And it helped, it helped, it helps to um, have you as a guide, Amanda, because I feel like I, the teachers that I'm drawn to, um, yeah, you walk the walk. You're not just talking about it. Um, can yeah. you share briefly uh, about your training that you're going through right now to give our, our listeners and, and your background too? I mean, we've had, we've done your bios before, but you, you have a really rich background that you're sharing. And I like that you informed everyone on the day zero call of like, um, I'm calling it day zero. I don't think you called it that, but um, of your background, just so that listeners can know, but what you're doing right now, the schooling that you're doing, I find it fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really loving it. So um, my, my training has evolved over the years to, um, you know, it, it was originally, you know, songwriting was my original thing and, you know, part of journaling, journaling poetry songs, you know, words were my original thing. Um, and so um, I then, um, I also studied as a psychotherapist and I specialized in, I got lots of extra training in kind of creative modalities. Um, and now what I'm training as, I also did some teacher training and lots of that kind of, you know, creative teacher training, expressive, intuitive, all that stuff. And right now I'm studying for a diploma in spiritual guidance and soul accompaniment. So that's very much bringing the spiritual element of what I do into my work. Um, and it really is enriching it. It feels like the missing piece, you know, because the spiritual realm is the, so is the creative, the creative process. It's all abstract. It's all kind of like happening. It's not just happening on the page. It's happening all over the place. Um, as is life kind of a thing, you know, um, and so to be able to guide people through that very mysterious um, felt sense type landscape and to give them a sense of relationship, um, you know, to guide them through that terrain, you know, it's like to, to help you see that, that you are in relationship with something here has really enriched my work. And I think it's really shown up in this course. Um, because there, there is the kind of intellectual psycho, the kind of psychology stuff, you know, like this is why you're spiraling. But then there's this poetic side as well, which is like, and this, this is how to change the way you look at this, because that's what spirituality is at the end of the day. It's a way of seeing things. And that's what art is. It's a way of seeing things. So I've always said that everything I've ever studied has been a language degree, really. Um, so it just helps, informs me, gives me the language to be that guide um, on, on a train that's really hard to talk about. Like, I'm even struggling to talk about right. it. Right. That, that's what I was going to say. That It's so hard to teach that, right? Because it's yeah. so personal and intuitive. It's like you either, you know, you either know it or you don't know it, Right. But to but but it's not that it's impossible to teach. I, that's that's fascinating. I didn't even know you were doing that. I, yeah. What is this magical degree? <laughs> yeah. It's, um, well, it's a real. I was going to say a real life. It's it's um a school here in Ireland. So it's um it's a beautiful um combination of Celtic spirituality and facilitation and creativity and it's just the best thing and I absolutely love it and my own personal journey going through it like it couldn't have been better timed for me I I had 
I had a very, very, very profound experience last year um, with when my dad was dying and the whole thing just, you know, it kind of brought me to a new level completely because I had wanted to study in the area of spirituality for a while, but I was, I kind of was just, I don't know. I just wasn't taking action on it, I guess. I was just thinking about it. But when I had the experience myself last year, I knew that I needed to learn the language. I knew I needed to, to first of all, learn the language to express what I had experienced and to process what I experienced. But I also needed the skills to help people open themselves up to having that experience themselves in their lives because it, it was the most um, heart-opening thing I could possibly even describe. It's indescribable. I could show you. I could show you on paper. I could show you. I could, it's the only... It's the kind of thing you can only point at. Right. No words will ever, um, will ever kind of do. I, I don't know if you remember the, um, the scene in Contact. You know, remember that movie Contact? Yeah. I love that Foster. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a beautiful movie, but there's a, there's a scene in it where she is, you know, kind of, she's gone through the wormhole and now she's in space and she releases herself from the chair. And she just kind of goes with what's happening. And she's so awestruck by what she's seeing that she can't find the words. And she says they should have sent a poet. Oh, right. You know, mm -hmm. and it's that kind of thing. It's just like you need to, you need to have a craft to, to kind of honor that. Yeah. To give voice mm. to it. I agree. I what a valuable, yeah, what a valuable skill to, to, to learn and then be able to facilitate um, yeah. that for other people. Yeah, and then the facilitation of it is really creative, which I love. So that is a kind of a, a setting up. You know, how do I set this up that people can have the experience? Because I can't give you the experience. Right. You know, yeah. it's creating the conditions. Right. Well, and, and sharing like what I find, um, what's interesting from taking this course and learning from you, Amanda, um, over the years and just being your friend and corresponding and having conversations, like I learn a great deal from you. And, um, but I think it's also to have a few teachers, right? Like you're, you're one of my teachers. And then I have a few other spiritual guides and I can take all of that and it, and turn it all up in me. And then I can process it how it is for me. I think that's what you're saying. It's like, it's not like I'm taking verbatim what, what you say and saying, well, that is gospel. And that is how I must, you know, any, any of my teachers, it's like, I do get to make it my own. And I'm sure that's what you've done as well. Uh, but the little tidbits that you share are things that you appreciate or teachers that have taught you that you're transmitting through your teachings. Um, I'm digging. Uh, you said a quote, uh, I hope you don't mind that I'm sharing it, but you said um, you talked about the Irish Water Association ad campaign Yeah. in your lesson for um, day two, which was very visual for me because I've yeah. fallen off a raft in rapids before. And that was the thing is uh, don't fight, float. Yeah. And when you said that yesterday, I paused it and I thought about when I fell out of this 
river rafting boat um, in class five rapids and it was really sharp and you know they really scared us before we got to this one and then I fall out and my immediate response is to fight and then I remember they said just float just just float just surrender and when I got on the boat back up on the boat when they pulled me up I was just sobbing because that that's kind of how that's how I feel right now so when you said that yesterday sorry you talked about the energy spent fighting is so, you know, there's so much energy in that and that floating was acceptance. And, um, you know, you got that from an Irish water campaign, right? But that was that to me. I could hear it and I could experience it and I could feel it and I could, I could share that maybe with another, you know, it's beautiful. So yeah, Yeah, I appreciated it. It's a really good example, you know, because it's a real life situation and also it's a really, because here's the here's the kind of paradox for what I'm teaching right now it's it's almost like flipping what I'm teaching on its head because now I'm teaching you how to be counterintuitive mm-hmm. you know so there's like be intuitive be intuitive be intuitive except now now don't be <laughs> you know? now do the thing that you think you shouldn't do right weird Right. But you're saying that's the path back to, to certainty. That's how we're going to get back there. Yes. Which is flipping it's on its head, which is helping right now in this really bizarre, uh, uncertain time. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's also the difference between instinct and intuition, really. You know, mm. it, your instinct, of course, is going to be to fight it. Right. Mm. So you write the course, you do these Zoom calls to kind of book in the course, one to start it right. And is it one to end it too, Amanda? Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah, I do a Zoom call to start it and a Zoom call to end it. And, and you know, my, my, um, I have a VA and I meet with her every Monday and, you know, we kind of hash things out. And I, I met with her, I think, three times that week. So she's yeah. But uh, she just keeps my head right. Um, but she's like, why, why are you doing that? You know, because everything I do, I always add on to it. Like, I'm, I'm the biggest over-deliverer in the universe. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, and I, my famous last words it will always be, you know, it's just, a, just I just have a little bit more to do. They're my famous <laughs> I don't have, it's not much. Um, so, yeah, I have this um, call at the beginning and a call at the end. And, and that is important. That has been important to me. Um, because I just get, I like that sense of tethering, mm. you know, and, yeah. um, to, for people to be able to see that it's a human at the other end of this course, delivering it. It's not just a kind of an automated yeah. sequence. Yeah. Well, especially for this content, I think it, it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing that you're doing. It's Thank beautiful. You. So help me because you, you were kind enough to send me an email last Thursday I think you're like, Hey, I know there's a lot going on. What do you think about joining me and being an expert on um, the practice of gratitude for this next thing that I'm offering? So it's not that you've already just created this thing and you've offered it twice, two weeks in a row free to all of your, and you had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people sign up, right? Like almost a thousand people. Just short of a thousand people. Wow. Wow. That's amazing, Amanda. That's incredible. And now you have another thing that you're offering. Can you share a little bit more about that? 
Yeah, so um, as we were going through this content, I noticed that, you know, there was people reaching out to me and they were saying, you know, whoa, <laughs> need more time with this, need to go deeper with this, what's this, you know, and just needing to engage more with the material. And also, they were struggling with um, structure and routine and, you know, this fight, fighting the limboness of these days at the moment, you know. So um, I just thought to myself, well, what, okay, well, why not then? So I created, um, I started to envision the idea of a month-long pop-up workshop where I would do a month-long workshop where I would take the five days and just expand on them. So each, uh, each of the days, well, four of the days, I think, each of the days will get a whole week and I'll go a little bit deeper with them. And also um, I will create more of a, structure around them so so as to it's a little bit more hand-holding so as to help you really incorporate these concepts into your life and also um in a way that you're not so on your own so it's not just an email that you're getting and then you go off and you do the work and you come back and there's no touch point um so i'm creating that touch point where there, there is a specific group and um there will be live calls and and then I'm drafting in the expertise of my teachers because, you know, everybody who I chose to be on this course has something to, something to teach here in, that is relevant to this time and these lessons. You know, so like, um, like the five days is like one of them is, is creating space, like actually finding a ground. And then um, two is, you know, finding out what is true. Um, three is all about, you know, resourcefulness and resilience and how to see things differently. So the art of reframing and um, week four then is, is about kind of like figuring out, like, like what I said earlier, it's like figuring out what is working for you. Okay, so we've, we know now what the threat is. We know that what's not working. Let's figure out what is working and let's, you know, really focus on that and see what we can leverage there. Um, and that all of that stuff is a lot of work, like, you know, so, I mean, you could devote a lifetime to each of those things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so the pop-up group is um, going to begin Monday, the 6th of April. And it's not on general sale. I'm not putting it out into the world for general sale. It's like, this is an option for anybody who comes through Stop the Spiral, if they want to go deeper with it and if they want the support of you know a community and me and I'll be coaching through it and I'll be sharing a bunch of tools I've just finished actually before we got on the call here I've just finished week one's homework I mean if you want to be busy right now like come to this course because I am <laughs> going to be busy like with a lot of stuff <laughs> I love it. Well, so how are you finished offering Stop the Spiral, the free sign up, and then you're transitioning or, or both of these things, or is that going to continue on? Well, I'm sure that I will offer it again, the, the thing, because that's, that's a five day free thing. And I can just roll that out if there was demand. So right now on my website, I have, um, you know, you, you can register your interest and I'll check that every few days. And if I thought, if I thought found there was enough people there, I could just roll it again. But right now I'm just going to concentrate on the people who have taken it and who are interested in going that bit further with me. I'm just going to do that for now. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and so it's a it's a once off thing right now. I don't know what'll happen in the long run. We'll see how it goes. Um, so like lots of the unruffled community um, are registered for this, you know. Um, no, it's been so fun seeing them in the group and seeing their shares, and yeah, it's been amazing. Yeah, and I even I even switched the time of my opening call because um, our calls. <laughs> Oh, that's right. On a Sunday, so um, it reminded me of that that joke about the lighthouse and the ship. It was like you know, one of us is going to have to move. Well, I'm a lighthouse. It's your call. So um, I I put my call forward so that the unruffled the unruffled pilgrims can take both. Uh, <laughs> right. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we didn't see. We didn't. Uh, the time was changing and yeah, all of that was, it was last week was a little wonky, but um, yeah. love, I love that so our communities overlap. Yeah. yeah, there's so many amazing things happening online right now. I mean, yeah, there's opportunities opening up to like, you know, I have a yoga teacher up in Sligo. I don't live in Sligo anymore, but I was gutted when I was leaving Sligo because I really loved her classes and she didn't do online classes. And then she emailed me during the week and she's like, I'm going to have to do online classes. Are you interested? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it's like, amazing. There's, yeah. There's lots of ha things happening. Like there's, there's, there are opportunities for us to work with people that we don't normally get to work with under whatever circumstances, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, right. And you know, there's a lot of like messaging and memes going around, you know, letting everyone know that they can give themselves some grace. You don't have to be productive right now and all of that. And while I do agree with that, I, uh, you know, and I, I think that that's an important message um, because I'm definitely, you know, taking long meditative walks and I'm, I'm sitting in contemplation a whole lot and I have not missed my morning meditation in the last three weeks, but at the same time, idleness creates restlessness for me. And mm. so I also think it's okay if you use this time to be productive, however you define that. But yeah. I think that that is okay as well. Yeah, absolutely. There's, um, there is, um, there is a, a kind of a school of thinking where it's like when, when things are, hard like keep things as normal as possible if you can right you know it's yeah. so <clears throat> like in week one i'm part of what we're learning is how to basically build your week around like i have calendars and everything <clears throat> and probably like it's so not me to be like okay here's the system and here's the calendar and all of this but like it is a thing that we're going to do it's almost like putting a corset on it just gives you that sense of stability um and it's a thing to revolve around and then there's nothing nicer than getting all your work done by 8 p.m and you have a day's work done and then you get to sit in the bath and you can enjoy that time but if that time has been just this big open this big open void all day you just have that sense of groundlessness yeah i agree i do i don't work well under those kinds of conditions either no and are you aware of the of parkinson's law have you ever heard of that Mm -mm. No. Okay. So Parkinson's law states that however much time or space you have to do a thing is exactly how much time and space the thing is going to take. Right. Okay. <laughs> I know the concept. I just didn't know what yeah. it was called. Yeah, absolutely. That's why 
Right. That's why deadlines work really well. And they do. And schedules Mm -hmm. and routines. Because if you have all day to freak out, well, guess how long you're going to freak out? Right. (laughs) All damn day. All day. Oh, that was yesterday and the day before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. And (laughs) I love rituals and routines and lists and all that, but I have really um, given myself permission to, to not have them for a few days and it has not served me. That's why doing your class the last two days, um, it's a lesson. And just like any lesson, I'm probably going to need to learn it over and over and over again before it sticks, Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah. 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 It's, um, yeah, it's, it's so I, but so the time to do all of this, Amanda, that you're doing, is it helping you to feel a little more in control I mean, I find for me, um, I've heard it said like uh, worry is a form of control. And when I worry um, about the future, when I worry too much, it's because I can't control it. You know, I'm wanting control. And right now I don't have it. I am in a situation personally that's very, um, uh, I'm having grief around what I thought was going to be. And I'm having to surrender, accept all the things, let go. You know, I've been working on this for a long time, but something feels fresh and hard about it in light of the state of the world. And I know that I am not alone in these feelings. I am not a a special snowflake. I am not a unicorn here. Like I know that I am, everyone else has their own troubles right now and struggles. Um, But there I am. I'm, I'm here alone, you know, in my studio and I am finding pockets of, of time when I can just get in my head and think that's why I love collage so much, even though I only collage with like one picture. <laughs> I don't know if that's considered collage, but I'm, it's like, I'm fine. I'm trying to find a feeling. And so as I'm looking mm. through the magazines, I'm fine. Oh, that's the feeling that is illustrating what I'm thinking, whether it even matches a word or something. Yeah. It's, it's more of a feeling and just the practice of that, whether I use it or not, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm making these folders. Um, in my very legal secretary way for images of women, images of landscapes, images of abstract things, images of words, actually. And so last night I found that while I was doing my exercise, I was getting sidetracked, but in a really great way that it felt like I was getting into, you know, um, a meditation of sorts and thinking and releasing and finding beauty and just quietly doing that all by myself for hours. I did that. And I was like, oh, I got to get back to the assignment. <laughs> okay. And so I kept coming back to it. But there's this, this time of, um, I feel a little, I think it's probably good for me in the end, I'll probably look back and reflect to let go a little bit of all my hard, fast um, routines and create a new one. You know, I'm very disciplined um, when it comes to routine. And um, even though I say I mix it up a little bit, I do, but I'm pretty... I'm pretty rigid. And this time is making me think about productivity, um, grace, um, permission slips, right. To, to, to let go a little bit more and to open, be open to new, new things um, and to let go of dreams right now. You know, I had some things that I, in my life, big things, quite a few that I thought were going to be happening and they're not. And so I'm finding this time to really, um, I don't know. I feel a little bit, I picked the card the other day, the Bardo, 
and about being in a liminal space. And I don't think I've ever felt this way before. Okay. And so I, I do, I mean, grief is that, and that's what I think um, I was connecting with you. I know today is your dad's birthday. So happy birthday yeah. to your father. And I know that, that, you know, this feeling, this grief feeling. And um, that's why I was so inspired by what you were doing. And I don't think you're being productive for productive state sake. I think you're channeling your gifts. And that's what I wanted to share with the listeners that they can, you know, that they can channel theirs. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, it's a, what you're saying there is that it's very much a part of, um, it is it's very much true that we don't have to keep doing things the way we've always done them. You know, like it's, it's okay to change um, and to revisit a thing and be like, you know what? I used to get up at six. Now I get up at eight and, you know, I don't have to spend the rest of my life trying to get back to getting up at six because apparently that's what was, you know, that when I was doing it right. Mm or that I have to do this routine at this time of the day or anything like that. So it's, it's very much um, about like what you're saying. It's this checking in with yourself to see where you're at and then being like, oh, okay, well, you know, maybe I can adjust this little thing because of where I'm at right now. <laughs> what you're saying about the images there, Tammy, what you're doing there is that that is the thing to point at. You know, it's, it saves so much energy too, because if you had to verbalize everything you're going through right now, how exhausted would you be? Right, because you never get it right. You know, you never get it quite right the way that art can. Yeah. Yeah. You can just point at a thing, like, because, because you're releasing yourself from having to be precise and exact. Mm. And so it's just, you're being symbolic. You're just pointing at a thing and saying that, that's how I feel right now. Yeah, it's been very, I mean, I, I guess it's been this whole, since January, since I, um, you know, have been in acceptance <clears throat> of the end of my marriage, I have been use, using images to explain how I feel when I can't find the words. You're right. It's, it's much easier to hear you say that. It's like, that is intuitively what I have been doing. Yeah. And it's funny, like my friend Natalie will text me like, what are you doing? And I'm like collaging my feelings. And she's like, oh, what are you, you know, what are you making? She, she started doing it. She just sent me her page today. That's beautiful. And she's yeah. been doing it in her morning journal um, along with her notes and things, just doing a little collage on one side of the notebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been super helpful. And uh, yeah. at first I was like, oh, this isn't what Amanda, you know, isn't exactly how you taught me, like in the raw workshop, right? I have a problem with being messy. Um, which is my practice too, right? To be a little, like my studio right now looks like something blew up in there. There's magazines everywhere. You should see it. It's kind of beautiful. It's this beautiful mess. Um, Mm. But that is the practice too, to let go more. And um, it's, yeah, I don't know if anybody else is out there and and just at home with a stack of magazines, it's very meditative to kind Mm. of look through it. And, And when I can look through a magazine once the next time, you know, I save them sometimes and then I'll go through and I'll see different things because I feel differently at that time. Yeah. A lot of different images. Yeah. Well, and doesn't that just, it just keeps coming back to that idea, Amanda, that you presented about being fluid. You know, it's an invitation just to float instead of trying to fight the current. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Trying to stay happy. Trying, trying to stay content. Trying to stay whatever weight you wear. Just trying to, trying to stay in whatever routine you have. Trying to stay at 
6 a.m. rise, 12 p.m. You know, it's like that mercy um, about what time you do things and how you do things. You know, it, it can shift. Um, and so when you're really engaged with your practices, you have ways of listening to that and then responding to it, you know? So um, that's what I'm really going to try and help people to do this week is, is to kind of give you a way of listening to that kind of do, doing the inner work in a way that, you know, um, is honored by outer work, hmm. you know? I so, like yeah, so it's like, I, I'm, I'm going in and I'm going to listen to what she has to say and what she needs and everything like that. And then I'm going to come back out again. And you, if you're on the call with us on Friday, um, Tammy, you'll, you'll experience this. I have a, an exercise that I walk you through that is just about this. It's about, you know, okay, all the inner work is great and lovely, but it has to be, especially at a time like this, it has to be followed up with outer action. Um, a kind of honoring of those needs with action. Hmm. Oh, thanks, Amanda. This is beautiful. I think our listeners are going to really appreciate this. Oh, yeah. So helpful. So helpful. Um, also, I feel in a way that I just did a load of talking and didn't actually offer anything practical of, you know, of help. You know, it's that's the, that's the difficulty when you do this kind of work it can be a little bit like oh well that's great I didn't actually learn it lovely conversation but uh well, now what <laughs> do you have tools are you going to share tools for our toolbox sure I mean is that where you were headed or well I hope so well I'm glad you have that segment because up when, and I was just like oh my god I just did a lot of philosophical spiritual talking there and um, <laughs> I think that's needed that's still too. helpful yes yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, usually at the end of the podcast, we share with our listeners, like we ask our guests to share three tools from their unruffled toolbox, which, you know, something that helps you in your creative practice, your spiritual practice, um, helps you not, you know, helps you to stay sober either from drink or emotionally sober. Like, what do you, what do you have, Amanda? I would love to hear what you have. And you can have more than three if you have more than three. Yeah. You're, you've been on the show three times now. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to, to going to share what worked for me, right? So, first of all, you know, permission to lose your shit, right? <laughs> um, you know, to, permission to have a bad day, permission to struggle with this, permission to not know what's happening, and um, and also to find your um, supports. You know, like who who are your safe ports of call right now as well so that you can uh, express this and not just have to suppress it so not just walking around pretending like as if you've got this or pretending like as if you're not struggling with this like you don't have to um impress anybody here you know so that's what i would say first of all is to kind of acknowledge the real uh, acknowledge the spiral let the spiral happen um and and, and name it, like know that it's, it's there and it's normal. So that would be my first thing is to, is to kind of give yourself that permission and that space and that grace. Um, and to go, because it's, it's the kind of thing where if you resist it, it will persist. 
So I see my children would say, it's okay to fall apart. Like, let yourself fall apart. It's my first thing I would say. Um, and, and to do that, I would say, um, you know, morning pages kind of a thing, journal. Um, get into your journal or get onto a piece of paper and just scribble write it all out. Just let it all spill out. Um, speak it into a voice note if you have to. Uh, shout it into your pillow if you have to, but externalize it. Get it out. I have I've put it in my journal. I have um, put it in my sand tray. I created a sand tray over here. Um, and I have spoken it out loud to my friends and to you, Tammy, and to my husband. <clears throat> so that's the first thing is to express. Um, the second thing I would say is to communicate. Um, do the things that need to be done. You know, like if you have to call your bank, call them. If you have to call your insurance company, call them. If you have to call your clients and tell them that you can't deliver, call them, tell them. If you have to ask for grace, ask them, make the requests, just tell them where you're at. Listen, this is really hard. Not what I wanted to be asking for, not what I want, like it's really hard for me to ask for this, but I need this. <clears throat> and it doesn't have to be an open-ended ask. I haven't asked for anything open-endedly. I've just kind of said, listen, today's Monday, plan A is off. I don't have a plan B. Can you just give me till next Monday and, we'll, and then I'll have a plan B and, you know, and then, then I was like, okay, well, now let me get a plan C together as well for people who plan B doesn't suit. So it's that kind of like taking it in the moment. Um, that's another thing about that is like the communicating, um, doing the things that have to be done, but also shrinking time, right? And what I mean by that is like, don't expect to get from Monday to Sunday in one go. Um, pit stops. So for example, I meet Roxanne, who's my PA or my VA, whatever you say, um, every Monday. Whereas last week I was just like, I need to see you Monday. I need to see you Wednesday. And then I need to see you Friday. And then when we got together, we only planned my week for those two days. So on Monday, we only needed to get to Friday, to Wednesday. And then on Wednesday, I only needed to get to Friday. And on Friday, I only needed to get to Sunday. So break it down. I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Me too. That's helpful. Yeah. That has been so helpful to me because I am literally only, because what we know now is that the information is changing by the second. Um, and it literally is day by day right now. Yeah. So, I mean, what they say in, in recovery is like one day at a time. I mean, if ever there was a time that that was the case, it's now. Yeah, so yeah, right. Yeah, so don't be thinking you have to live your life week by week right now. Just get to, like, what do you, just plan for today's Monday. What am I doing today? What am I doing tomorrow? And then on Wednesday, I'll check in again. And then, I'll, then I will plan Wednesday and Thursday. And then I'll check in again on Friday. So that's what I would say about that. And in my Higher Ground program, that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. Every Sunday, we're going to get together and we're going to map out our like basically just spill out everything on the paper. What, what do you need to achieve this week? What do you want to do this week? And not just productively, but what self-care do you want to achieve this week? What plants need watering this week? What children need feeding? You know, it's like <laughs> all the things. I never put those things down. That's a great, yeah. 
I do a Sunday oh, I, planning too. So that, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And like one of the things I never plan for is breaks ever. Like I, I do now because I know, but I've, I've famously skipped over lunch break or if I'm planning a lunch break, I'll like, I'll plan a meeting in at the same time. I'm right. Ridiculous. To multitask or something. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's like as if I'm committing a cardinal sin by taking an hour to eat, you know, you, but, sh- um, and you, sh- you shared your Google calendar with me once um, to yes. show me how you and your virtual assistant were working on things. And um, it, well, that's, that's included, Tammy. That's included in what? In higher ground. I had her create a template. <gasps> because, it, okay. Cause I'll share, it was overwhelming to me. And because I'm not, I can do technology. I keep, I have to change that story that I don't know how to do. I do know how to do technology, but calendaring has been a thing I've been talking about with my women entrepreneur group and everybody's trying to figure out how to be the most efficient, you know, with how we're keeping track of things. So I'm, that's, that's awesome. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. So I'm going to share my calendar system with everybody. And so, and also I have paper templates for anyone who is allergic to technology can do it on paper. Okay. But on Sundays, it is that kind of mind dump and sorting through and everybody will kind of make some sort of a plan. Um, and then on Wednesdays, we have a call with a, our guest teacher. And then on Fridays, I have a journaling session. So that's planned too. You know, nice. we do a live journaling session. So that's my second tool. It, I don't know if that's a second tool, but there's the communicate and then there's the just slow it down and take it like literally one day at a time yeah is probably my most and do you know what that is that's manageability yeah just prioritize manageability right now and um that will do you um (laughs) which kind of is my third tool which is routine you know um do make some effort to to have a sense of routine, you know, as in like at least be able to distinguish the morning from the evening, um, like getting dressed every day, making your bed every day, you know, kind of signaling when the day has begun. And then like, because there's nothing like, I'm going around the house here. I'm, I guess as self-employed people, we have the, we have the um, in on that because this is what we're doing all the time. We've learned how to kind of like, get up and get dressed to go to work in the next room right you know my dress code is really lax these days at my office (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm a little bit looking like Edie from gray gardens on you know occasionally you know with some crazy sweats and leg warmers and things not matching but it's okay my my dress code can be lax i'm my own boss that is the perk (laughs) totally you're allowed to be comfortable you know but um the the whole idea of um you know just having a routine like acting um yeah just hey it just helps with some demarcation right and so the days aren't blending together and and yeah i I agree with that i love that So that's what I would say. They're my things is to, you know, let yourself spiral, just take it day by day and stay in the routine and communicate, ask for what you need, tell people what you need. Yeah. You know, 
Oh, thank you, Amanda, so much for taking time. I know you're busy. Um, we all are. You know, every woman I know is busy. <laughs> so um, I appreciate it. And, and I know Sandra and I, uh, you know, you're, you're a good teacher to us. And I look forward to learning from you in person. But I think, um, yeah, I've learned from you by mail, Amanda. Letters, when you used to send your letter pods. I learned from WhatsApp conversations that you leave me. I learned, you know, uh, from the classes that you're offering, from Instagram videos, like, you teach in many, many ways. Well, there's a saying here in Ireland, and it's a terrible saying, but I'm going to share it with you anyway. And it <laughs> okay. says, there are many ways to skin a cat. Mm, yes. Right. It's a terrible saying, but it means, it means <laughs> in other words, what you said there. Like, there's lots of ways of doing things. Well, you offer a lot of free content, Amanda. So to support you and to support your work, I, I, um, I, I think that that's what I'm going to do. Cause I, yeah, you, you, you have always supported me. Sorry, tell me what was that? I said, you've just always supported me in my work and I want to support you. You give away a lot of free content to your pilgrims, your community. Oh, yeah. Um, how can people find your work, your website address? Can you give that? Yeah. So um, my website is pilgrimsoul.ie and that's, um, pilgrimsoul.ie if you want to go to stop the spiral go to pilgrimsoul.ie forward slash stop the spiral and you can register your interest there if you've already registered you know if you're already doing stop the spiral or have done it you will receive um you will have received an email when is this going out next monday uh monday the 6th yeah yeah so the course will have started today um and you know just you know, if, if you decide today, oh, I want to take that and I haven't registered, just email me. You can email me, amanda at pilgrimsoul.ie. Great. Great. Oh, perfect, Amanda. And if people aren't following you on Instagram, is it the same address? Can you give that? Because I love following your stories on Instagram and seeing your posts. How can they, what is that address? Thank you. So I'm also at pilgrimsoul.ie on Instagram. So finally, a bit of brand consistency. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, thanks so much, Amanda. Thank you. Thank you, you very much, ladies. You're the best. Thanks for all the work and um, the support and the community. Thank you. The Unruffled Podcast was created and produced by Sandra Primo and Tammy Salas. Our show is edited and mixed by Steve Hecht. Original music composed and performed by Caitlin Schumacher. Original artwork created by Tammy with the help of graphic designers Chris Aguirre and Amy Lanier. Thanks for listening.